What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Obsession. I'm Carl Bethke. I am Mike Stadler. How are we doing today, Mike? We're doing good. How about you? Ah, uh, you know, November 1st, we both tagged out here in Wisconsin. A couple good bucks. It's a glorious day. It is a glorious day. <laughs> uh, you guys have been sending us some questions in, and Mike's got a couple of them. What do you got there, Mike? Yeah, for us today? I got one that came in. Um, a few people have been asking about. Um, Basically on a buck, I think mostly they're asking, um, when is the best time to shoot? People are asking, you know, with the head up, the head down, feeding, not feeding, uh, whether or not to stop the deer hmm. um, or not, and when to shoot, I guess. Huh. So a lot of different questions. One there. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, you want to start it out or you want me to start it out? Not, you know, I don't care. All right. How about you start it off, right. and we'll see where we go from there. So, this is always a, to me, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you'll probably feel the same way. I think it's always a, uh, a thing that comes with, um, I, experience. Not, yeah, not by any means I'm saying I'm an expert, but we've done so much of it that <clears throat> trying to judge a deer's body language, to me, I think is the biggest thing. Yeah. Um, one of the first factors, yeah. you know, to, you know, are they doing the fake feeding thing, head up, head down? You know, if they're doing that, they're already on alert. Yeah. Obviously, of something. Yeah. Um, is there other deer around to distract them? Yep. Are they just out feeding? Is the wind completely dead? You know. Uh, That's a big one. Is there wind? You yeah. know, I I've passed up shots. I passed up a shot on the landlord here. Yeah. That we. We all know about it. I had it for several <laughs> years that the neighbor ended up shooting. Um, and I, I could have killed that, I could have made that shot every day, but by himself, completely dead calm, you know, right at dusk. Yep. And I'm like, it's just not a good idea. And it was a longer shot. It was. It was a longer shot. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree 100%. The conditions that you're <clears throat> hunting in, um, whether, like you said earlier, if, if there's deer in the area, what kind of, you know, what's the deer you're hunting, uh, what's its demeanor, you know? That's, and that's a big deal. That's a huge, huge deal. I mean, we just, I just had a discussion today with one of the guys that worked for us about, you know, deer coming into a decoy and da-da-da-da. Well, like, when deer come into a decoy, they're on high alert, number one. Mm -hmm. You know, he's coming to kick that decoy's butt. He's coming to beat on something. Every sense he has is at high alert. Yep. Your advantage is it's not, it's not on you. It's not on you. Correct. So if you don't do it correctly, but the deer is at high alert and you make a shot, uh, they can get out of the way. Uh, you can hit them poorly. You know, there's a lot of variables with the deer moving. <sighs> that being said, that's where the questions kind of come into play, yep. right? So for me, Depending on the condition, if a deer's at high alert and it's calm, I have like you passed shots. Um, and the reason for that is uh, their reaction time is superior to your bow speed. Hundred percent. Always will be. Always will be. There's <laughs> nothing you can do about it. Um, and a crossbow, I be honest, I think it's even worse because they're that much louder. Yeah. There is not, in my opinion, a quiet crossbow out there, and nobody can change my mind on that. If you check harmonics, I can guarantee they're louder. So, that being said, I prefer to have a little bit of wind. 
Yes, I do too. And if it's not windy, I prefer not to shoot over 30 yards. I'll say that. I prefer not, not to shoot over 30 yards on everything forever. <laughs> well, I agree. <laughs> I agree. But what I'm saying yeah. is that, I mean... Your variables go up. Because of the, the sound. Increases. Yeah, yes. because of the sound. Um, you know, I like to be able to, you know, the demeanor of the deer. When I say the demeanor of the deer with, you know, I guess I'm aging myself. I'm old, so I've seen a lot of deer. <laughs> you know, and you know when they're relaxed. You know, how they're... Their normal feeding patterns are there's kind of a little bit nonchalant about their actions where they're like you said earlier they're not doing that fake yeah. feeding thing where they, they like you know everybody knows what we're talking about yeah so. you guys know the head bob yeah. or, or the other thing i pay close attention to is if they are feeding you can actually look and see their eyes because they will be feeding and look up mm -hmm. i've seen that multiple times yeah. does big does are really notorious for that yeah. their eyes are set on the sides of their head for a reason yeah yeah they have a <laughs> Well over a hundred and what is it? Was it two hundred degrees of view or something yeah. like that? I mean, they can see a lot and they pick up movement really quick. Yeah. So you drawing your bow. Um, you know that that's walking deer. I'll shoot a walking deer, dude. Yeah, me too. Done um, it lots of times. Yep. Stopping deer. You know, do I stop? Yeah, I stop deer. You'll hear me go man every yeah. now and then or whatever. But don't don't go. And this can sound bad in the audio. Don't go back. You know, it probably cut out there because I did it yeah. loud. But um, you know, just a loud subtle, loud. something subtle to get their attention. Yeah. Not to spook them. Yeah. You don't have to mat. You can whistle lightly, yeah. whatever. Don't bring anything into <laughs> your stand or make yeah, that right. kind of noise. But uh, you know, I. Uh, it's, that's a hard. That's a real hard question to answer because yeah. you, you know the demeanor of the deer to me is one hundred percent my decision making. Well, I had a, you know, I had this guy say to me that, uh, you know, when the best time to shoot them is when their head is down um, because they're relaxed as they're feeding and they can't bolt out of when they're feeding. No, that's false. I know, and that, this is, we had a discussion. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't agree with him, he didn't agree with me. Um, I mean, just because they're feeding doesn't mean they're not paying attention to what they're doing. You know? No. The one thing I did say is now when, if they have a leg forward mm -hmm. and a leg backward, mm -hmm. uh, obviously they're going to be a little slower out of there. Yeah. Because they can't spring. They're not. They're not ready to spring out of the position. Right. You know. So uh, we always like a leg forward. Obviously on the oh, entrance yeah. side, that's what we want. Yeah. 100%. That's that opens it up. Yep. You know that that I will agree with. Yeah. Uh, but we've watched, you know, mule deer, white tails. Uh, antelope, duck, oh yeah, spring jump. I call it the matrix. It is. They do the matrix the where matrix. they lean over, yeah, and then shoot out of there. Yeah, I mean, at close yardages. Yeah. Now remember this: all those animals, every single one that might just elk doesn't matter, caribou, all of it, they preload their muscle group. So what they what they do is they use the gravity to drop. And as they drop, they're actually angling their body and they're preloading their legs, their hind legs and their front legs, and then they extend and explode out of the way. Mm -hmm. It's the drop is where you miss them. Yep. Because you're aiming, you know, a lot of guys, a lot of guys in Texas and out west, they'll, they'll talk about making the hard shot. You know, you got to aim low. <clears throat> and it, it does change the variable a little bit if you aim low. Um, 
And nine times out of ten, if they're preloading and there's enough time between when you release your arrow, because out west 50 yards is short, uh, they still get out of the way they can. So you'll see that in some of our videos. We will slow it down for you guys so you can see it. But um, a lot of a lot of this can all be solved by making sure your bow is as quiet as possible. That is for sure. Don't shoot a really light arrow to get the speed because your noise goes up when you can shoot a heavier arrow, go a little bit slower, that 280 to 300 range, run a heavier arrow, have more energy, and have a quieter bow. Right. I think is more important. <clears throat> you just gotta, I think it just comes with experience and time in the stand. Yeah. Just kind of trying to judge and, uh, and, and this goes to calling deer too, it's the same way. Yeah. You know, if you're bow hunting, um, just trying to see their, what their attitude is, what their demeanor is, you know, I. I mean, I've had deer I've tried to stop that have bolted. Oh, yeah. I mean, it happens. I've, I've had a big bucks that I have cam called to that took off. Yeah. So, I mean, it, you just don't know their temperament. The next day you could rattle that he need, the same deer might come in now. Yeah. And the other part about that, too, is is that could be, you know, you got to watch that, too, is, you know, nine times out of ten you're hunting a high-pressured deer mm -hmm. when you see that. Um, and we're in Wisconsin, we're so you're hunting high-pressured high deer. deer. <laughs> yeah, there's no doubt there. Yeah. So that's one of the big things you have to watch for. Um, you know, I each animal, each hunt, each situation has its own variables. It's always different. And the biggest thing for me is to try to limit the variables and any variables there are, make sure they're in your advantage. You know, yeah. I like wind. I do too. Wind is good, you guys. Not heavy wind, like 30 miles yeah. an hour, but you know that, Six to six to ten is really ten nice. It's really great. Yeah. yeah, in a constant direction. Yeah, and that actually, I'll tell you right now that I found that most deer are calmer. Mm -hmm. Like that, the buck I just shot, it was dead calm, dude. Dead calm. Yeah. And I was afraid to move. Yeah. Because I was worried I was going to make a noise and he was going to freak out. And I do not like hunting when it's dead calm, but it is what it is. Yeah. Weather-wise, we've had that, which is rare. <laughs> so, right. But I don't know. I think it's kind of our view on it. Yeah, I'd say just <clears throat> get out there and experience. It's going to be the best thing. I don't think anybody can tell you the best way to do it. Yeah. I, I, I don't think so. I think the best variable that you guys could do is try and make sure your equipment's as quiet as possible. Yeah. Your arrows, your your bow, everything. Every every variable at one time or another will be the best. Just depends which which one is, it's, which time that is, or when it comes. You'll know. You yeah. Know, after a while, you'll know. Hundred percent. Yeah, it's true. And that's why I say that's that's what I meant. We're gonna end it up right there. Thanks for listening to the Obsession Podcast, you guys. We appreciate you guys listening. If you get a chance and you want to subscribe to the channel, hit the Reaper right down here in the lower right-hand corner of the screen. Uh, we appreciate each and every one of you guys subscribing. Uh, more subscribers, the better. If you get a chance to share the stuff together with all your friends, we appreciate that. If you guys have any questions, you can ask us right here on YouTube. Uh, listen to the podcast at Google Podcasts. RSS. Yeah. Yeah. Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts. We're getting out there. Anything, yeah. Things are getting bigger. We appreciate you guys listening. So check us out next week and we'll have another question from the audience. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for watching. Good luck, everybody.